The following radio show takes place between 7 p.m. and 8.05 p.m. Events occur in fake time. y'all doing hope you all had a fantastic excuse me fantastic holiday break it is of course tuesday january 4th 2022 and we are doing yet another edition of simulation radio live and i know that i i grandstanded for uh before we took the holiday break i did kind of do a little bit of grandstanding there saying that all right look all the other radio shows are taking a holiday break they're taking a nice little holiday vacation but we will be here uh live throughout the holiday break ready to go ready to bring everybody all of the content and then uh we all went to the strip club for my birthday and i caught covid and we ended up taking a holiday break anyway so look uh all right, we're at, at the very least we're back now. We're back now. That's that's all I got to say about that. But uh, you know, surprisingly enough, uh, COVID was not actually that bad. It wasn't that bad. I mean, so I hope that your holiday break went a little bit better than mine because I spent it uh my literal birthday, which is December twenty third, in bed. Uh, Christmas Eve in bed and Christmas Day in bed. There was no family gatherings. None of that shit. Uh, I probably didn't need to stay in bed the whole time because, look, here's how it went down. Uh, it kind of sat dormant for a couple of days. It sat in the old system. It didn't really seem like it was going to be that big of a deal. And then, you know, when you get the signs that you're about to start getting sick, it doesn't happen all at once, right? You maybe wake up one day and you have that little, little tingle in the back of your throat that makes it seem like, oh, shit, maybe I've got a cold coming on. And I go through that for one day, and then it turns out that uh, Johnny Horndog and Justin also tested positive for COVID. And so that's when, uh, that's when, that's when it happens. I escaped. I have not uh, caught COVID except for when we first, first started the pandemic and you know we didn't really know what the hell covid was then got kind of sick then but other than that this was the first first catching of covid through the whole the whole uh pandemic season which seems like it's gonna last forever at this point i mean who the fuck knows but it really wasn't that bad honestly okay so most of the symptoms really stuffy had really bad headaches for at least just those couple of days before it started to go away uh kind of a bad fever definitely had the chills it didn't help it was hot as fuck it was hot as fuck in florida it was like in the 80s on christmas and christmas eve and even new year's which fortunately we started to get better from uh but it was hot as fuck but that didn't stop us from having having the chills that was only for i'd say a solid solid couple of days or so but it seems like everybody omicron the omicron that's going around the omicron i sound like i'm fucking 40 years old the omicron that's going around uh it seems like most people are gonna catch that one right we're on the cusp of nearly 1 million new cases per day as a country and i mean florida's not doing much better florida's about in line uh when you look at the ratios of everything it seems like they're kind of in line with everything and cases across the board are all going up so 
Uh, I've heard this mentioned throughout, you know, some other shows that didn't end up taking the holiday break off, but this is it. This is going to be the time that if you didn't catch it, if you spent the whole pandemic not catching COVID and not being part of the whole uh, COVID thing, then this is it. I'm telling you right now, this is going to be the time that you caught it because when Delta was going around, when the regular one was going around, we were going out still regularly didn't catch shit but then all of a sudden omicron gets shit out into our sewage system in orlando and then up oh, that's it we're done it's over everybody's got covid and so uh i'm sorry i did not intend to take a holiday break but uh i don't i think it's probably for the best i doubt that you guys would have wanted to sit there and listen to my scratchy ass stuffy voice and maybe falling asleep through the whole maybe halfway through the show you could have just caught me <laughs> nodding off hey wake up wake up we're in the middle of a show but no we're we are back i am pleased to be back i would like to know how all of you guys is uh how all of you guys is holiday breaks went as an audio or as an autoplay video begins to play but i would like to know how your holiday breaks went because uh, i hope that you had a better time than i did i hope that you are not one of the unfortunate and unlucky people to catch the catch that omicron variant but at the very least especially if you're uh from what i've heard from if you catch it if you're already vaccinated and all that bullshit and if you've taken your seven fucking boosters and all that crap then it's probably not as uh not as severe as some of the previous variants so stay safe out there i know it's fairly unavoidable to be going out at this point so just you know be careful do if you're unhealthy then get your vaccine they 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 actually kind of help this like if you've got natural immunity then you're fine if you're unhealthy and need everything then go do that just be careful out there be smart especially as we face a shortage of testing now uh governor ron DeSantis came out today and said something along the lines of Look, if you're asymptomatic and if you're doing okay, then especially in this advent of we don't really have a lot of COVID tests, they're, we're pretty short on them, then you really don't need to be tested. Like, you really do not need to go stand in a line for five hours, especially, and this is the thing that blows my fucking mind about some of the, the hypochondriac people, the people that are just doomers in every scenario here, which is that they'll be completely asymptomatic or they'll decide that oh i'm sick but you know what i need to do when i'm sick is i need to go stand for five hours in line just to go get tested in huge ass lines of other people and somehow that's not going to make me more sick or potentially expose myself to other people but all right sure i mean i guess the doomer logic is just not going away in in that case but he's getting shit about this for saying that look if you're asymptomatic and you're otherwise healthy then uh, we should probably be saving those tests. Oh, the audio board cut out again. But yeah, if you're asymptomatic... Sorry, one of my XLR cables is dying, and it's, of course, mine. Shit! But if you're asymptomatic, if you don't seem sick, then don't you don't need the don't need to go get tested, especially as we're dealing with the shortage of tests and people that are actually starting to get sick, especially as the cases rise and we're at 1 million new cases as a country per day, then look, you don't need it. Then don't go stand in line with fucking 5 million other sick people and either actually get sick when you're not sick or if you are sick, spread that sickness to other people that might not be sick. So... There is, of course, something else that is going around, which is a potential for at-home COVID and even not-at-home COVID testing scams. Now, this story came out of uh, Wesh2 today, whose autoplayer has been going off an insane amount and is incredibly annoying, and I really hate when news sites do that, but scammers are finding ways to try to capitalize on the shortages of tests which is another thing that ron DeSantis is being criticized for but like what what's he gonna do is he just gonna like reach into the fucking oh god it's happening again crack yeah what is he gonna do is he just gonna like reach into the supply chain and just grab some covid tests all by himself i mean i i don't know man 
then of course he uh, he's facing protesters at news conferences who are just trying to gain publicity and then it turns out that uh amongst all the shit that he's getting about going on vacation in the middle of rising cases which i mean what the fuck are you gonna do like the the tests are not available sure we need more tests we need more tests nationwide i don't think that's a problem that's exclude that's exclusive to the state of florida mind you really what the fuck do you want him to do and then it turns out that he is uh going with his wife that has cancer to her cancer treatment so that kind of throws a little bit of egg on the faces of people that are criticizing him which to be fair i'm not saying that he's not doing things that are that are worth criticizing but this isn't it this isn't it like what do you want him to do at the same time we've got fucking aoc who is going on vacation right over here in florida maskless which who she's got to preach that everybody's got to wear their mask and be safe and do all the stuff that you got to do and meanwhile she's kind of running around hypocritically which on a side note i am a little bit tired of uh a, to- a common talking point against the left being they're hypocrites they say one thing and do another yeah, well what do you expect what do you expect like none of these people are based in any sort of moral ground at all they're just kind of doing the thing that makes them win and that's kind of how they win is they will continue to get away with being hypocrites you don't like it then you know it's time to start doing it yourself rather than stand on this moral high ground of uh and, you know, they try to stand on that moral high ground. The right tries to stand on that moral high ground, but then ends up kind of doing the same thing behind closed doors. But they try to stand on this moral high ground of, oh, they're the other side's hypocrites. Well, they're playing the game. That's kind of how it goes. What do you want to do? But these scammers here are uh, coming in the form of online advertisements, fake phone calls, the Better B- Business Bureau. God, all right, I'm going to have to fix this during break. This XLR situation is getting a little out of hand. But the Better Business Bureau is saying that the worst case scenario is that victims give away their name, mailing address, and banking information to some of these scams, which are going around. They're fooling people into thinking that there is a COVID test available. And then what ends up happening is they get their shipping address, they get their credit card information, and then they just kind of file it away to scam them later. They do, of course, suggest that you do your own in-person or your own research. But, I mean, people that are going to fall for scams are not people that are going to be doing any sort of uh, research. The BBB of Orlando has been tracking them, and here's here's the story out of out of West. Now, but you might want to be careful. The Better Business Bureau just put out a warning about scammers. They are robocalling people, placing Uh-oh. ads online, and telling them about fraudulent test kits and clinics. West 2's Michelle Meredith has more on what you need to know. If there's ever been a so oh my god, look at those lines. Demand issue, it's with COVID-19 test. The lines to get them at government test sites stretch for miles. Finding an at-home test kit in stores is like finding a bag of gold. So- Do you remember just just as early as like a month or two ago when you would see all these at-home tests, those very specific those Binax Now tests just sitting on the shelves, nobody gives a shit. And then all of a sudden, Omicron comes around, and uh, nope, we've got no more tests. People are calling places like Walgreens. My God, all right. This might be an early break angle. You know, let, let, we'll wrap up this story, and then I'll take a break and fix this shit. And then we'll get to all the stuff that we're supposed to get to after break. Stay calm, stay calm. Look, I, I know this is our first day back. It's our first day back, but that's not going to stop me from getting mad as fuck. Scream. Oh. Ever the opportunist, scammers have been hard at work. Have they now? Hard at work, huh? COVID-19 test scams. And the better test scams. Of Orlando has really been tracking them all. Panic equals easy money. They tell us I the mean, scams yeah. are moving in two directions. One way, they advertise Uh-oh. online. You pay via credit or debit, and you get either a junk test kit or absolutely nothing. They're scamming grandma. No. Best case scenario, you've given them money. You've given them your hard-earned dollars. Worst case scenario, you've given them 
your name, your mailing address, your banking information. Scam number two, you're sent to a location that's supposed to be a real walk-in clinic. But first, they need details, your social security number. Help. Uh-oh, don't give out your social security number. Here's the thing. Wouldn't you do any? Wouldn't you do a little bit of research if you're sent to an address? Wouldn't you? Uh, okay, look, maybe not grandma because grandma doesn't know how to use a phone. But what if you know maybe any person that's under the age of sixty gets one of these addresses? You would think that the first thing that you would do, right, is to you know let me look up this address. Let me see if this checks out. But apparently, what happens in some of these situations is that they'll send them to an actual testing site, and then when the testing site looks up their information about their appointment or anything like that then they'll they won't have anything to pull up they'll just say oh shit uh yeah you we we got nothing where'd you get this info from and then the scammer system continues from there health insurance information you're willing to tell me all manners of things especially if you think you're speaking to a healthcare provider or someone who's talking to you about your health so you can really get yourself into a situation where it can be much greater than just financial loss. Like become the perpetual victim of ID theft. Perpetual Tips. When victim. it comes to at-home tests, stick with the major retailers. And if the Good suggestion test is not through a government agency, known pharmacy, or health care facility, do your research. Call your doctor. Yeah. Twice. Do research. Life is too complicated to complicate it even more. Oh, I love this B-roll footage of sick people. Oh, let, let me rewind this a little bit because local news is the best at doing this. Oh, there's no way that this person's actually sick. All they're doing, they're just making the signs like they're sick. Like this woman over here is looking on her phone and just... Life is too I'm joking. complicated to complicate it. Oh, look more. at me. I'm sitting in bed on the couch. I look like I'm really suffering. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. It, you're not not quite convincing me. Oh, man, local news actors doing B-roll footage. Mwah! Beautiful. By getting tangled up in a scam. In Orange County, Michelle Meredith, West 2 News. West 2 News. All right, so we'll get to some of the other stuff that we were supposed to cover tonight when we come back because I am going to take a little bit of an early break to try and fix this fucking audio. So when we come back, I do have to get to poor old Betty White. She didn't quite make it into the new year. And it's 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 such a sad occurrence. Plus, John Madden, too. The world 2021 just really went out on a poor note, taking all of our favorite people away from us. Plus, we have to get to the Antonio Brown story. We have to get to the cop shooting the tiger story and some of the other things that was teased as well that we will get to so stick around we'll get to all of that when we come back and hopefully i won't just completely fucking lose it at the state of some of the audio equipment that's going on here and uh you know hopefully hopefully uh hopefully everything will be fine plus little caesar's hot and ready pizza is not gonna be five dollars anymore wow that's the supply chains, the supply chains have struck again, you know, and 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 inflation. <laughs> so we'll get to all of that, hopefully, if we have the time for it, which I'm sure we will. But we will get to all of that, of course, when we come back. Simulation Radio. Simulation Radio. course everybody's favorite holiday tradition is to gather around the couch maybe you just had your christmas ham or your christmas whatever meat you so choose to do or eat during christmas and of course watch football because it is one of the nation's favorite pastimes 
on both of the major holidays at the end of the year. And there was some spicy, spicy football drama over the weekend, everybody, because you know him, you love him. Well, you probably don't love him, but you've definitely at least heard of Antonio Brown, who is the league's probably the biggest drama farmer. I mean, he is known for uh, basically just being a giant dick, okay? I mean, we we know that about him at this point, but he went viral during yesterday's game between the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the New York Jets for just stripping off all of his clothes and deciding, you know what, I am done. He walks out on the field completely shirtless, and that signals to both the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the rest of the football-consuming world that, you know, this is it for me. This is over. I'm done playing for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and supposedly there was an argument about whether or not he was too injured to play or that he couldn't play because he was not injured or too injured or who who the fuck knows what what happened here all that we know is that there are uh there are differing reports between Ian Rappaport who is a very major NFL reporter and the Bucks head coach Bruce Arians who did end up saying in the press conference yesterday that Antonio Brown is no longer a Tampa Bay Buccaneer after his little tirade. And this comes at a very good time because coincidentally enough, Antonio Brown that same day put out a new rap single sing signal, a new rap single immediately after his career potentially in the NFL came to an end. Now, I don't know if any other teams are going to be picking him up because he does seem like he's kind of a liability at this point. I mean, he is a pretty known drama queen. And this issue happens in sports a lot, where despite the fact that you're a top performer, the question of do you cause too much drama for your organization comes into play. And a lot of these organizations that may be desperate enough to pick up Antonio Brown now have to start making this decision about whether or not the drama comes into play, whether or not it might be worth it that he's a bad teammate, despite the fact that he's a high performer. All of these questions are ones that you have to start asking yourself if you're in the back office or the front office. I don't know what the hell they refer to it as the common sports term terminology, but those are the questions that you have to start asking yourself if you want to sign Antonio Brown. Now, for all intents and purposes, most football experts seem to think that this is it for him. This is it for him. However, maybe Antonio Brown has got a place uh, in the rap game because his new song is called Pit Not the Palace. It's under two minutes long. And uh, the lyrical content is about what you would expect from a 2022 rap song. It was released on all major streaming platforms yesterday. And you know what? Let's take a listen because we're already getting demonetized by the algorithm here. So what, what do you think about this Antonio Brown song? Tough move, man. Uh oh, dropping. <laughs> I don't know, man. This sounds like a whole lot of other uh, generic rap songs. I don't think that uh, unless you bring something a little bit more unique into the equation that Antonio Brown, you know, maybe he might just get off on uh, name recognition because the fact that people know that he's Antonio Brown. Maybe that's what gets his rap career started. But if you listen to this song, then it kind of seems like just generic rap, man. I don't know. To be fair, that would not be the first time that people in the rap game have just used their name brand or their name recognition to enter themselves into the rap field. So 
we'll see how that ends up turning out. Now, I do want to play some of this footage because there is beautiful footage of Antonio Brown uh, taking off his jersey, throwing it into the stands and deciding, all right, we are done here. I am done with being a Buccaneer because that's just the way that I'm choosing to act. Not that he he definitely has not been known to act like this before, right? No, no, never. Not Antonio Brown. Not him. So here is some of the uh, the footage that was displayed in the game. By the way, another thing that might be adding to the tensions here is that this late in the third quarter, the Bucks are down 10 to 24. Now, I don't know how that game ended up playing out. Obviously, we're dealing with Tom Brady here. And, you know, you know, you know what they say about Tom Brady is that he's he could make anything happen. He's the goat. huh? Forget about it. So we'll <laughs> maybe it'll be in the article somewhere whether or not the Buccaneers after this incident were able to recoup from being down to what looks like the four and 11 Jets. My God. I mean, I know I get that they've already secured their playoff spot, but, you know, come on, Tom, you got to do a little better than that. You're against a shitty team here. The Jets. Uh, forget about it. Shoulder pads. Mike Evans, OJ Howard trying to convince him to keep them on. Obviously, all right, he's done. Uh-oh. He's stripping it all off. I wonder how much that would go for on eBay. He's done, though. Uh-oh. <laughs> so that's Antonio Brown just stripping it all off. He is completely done. Uh, oh, here's some more footage of him. It looks like this one has no audio, but... Oh, now he's he's waving. Uh, peace out, everybody. I think it's over here. Deuces. I'm Antonio Brown. Let me go release my rap song real quick. Oh, here's another view from the stands, because I guess somebody that was watching from the sidelines also got this this footage from social media. Oh, this is a real nice view here. Oh, one of his teammates is trying to get him to not do it. <laughs> he's, he's really struggling to get that jersey off, man. We out of here. No. It's over. He's probably got his rap song like on the button, ready to no release to all platforms right now. Well, he's dipping. Is the crowd booing or cheering this on? I can't really tell. He's dipping. <laughs> that would be really funny if the announcer was the stadium announcer was actually hyping this up as Antonio Brown leaves the field. Like, hey, he's out of there. All right. Yeah, he's gone. And I can't imagine that he's liked by Tampa Bay Buccaneers fans. But I don't know. You know, if you are a Bucks fan, then let me know what you think about Antonio Brown uh, or, you know, what the fandom thinks of Antonio Brown. Did they like him? I'm curious as to the perspective of the football fans or at least the Bucks fans as to whether or not Antonio Brown was generally hated or whether or not, you know, maybe they were able to look past him for a good performance because you can see arguments on both camps, you know, as I mentioned earlier, where maybe he's, a bad teammate he's probably a drama queen but you know maybe that makes up for him being a good player and on the other side on the same token maybe that doesn't make up for him being a good player maybe he's just a little bit uh too much baggage but regardless of what you think about this antonio brown no longer a buck. I did hear some uh, stories today that Antonio Brown was maybe one game's worth of uh, passing yards away from getting major bonuses on his contract, because I guess that's how his contract works out, where it's more incentive-based rather than flat pay-based, where, you know, you receive for a certain amount of yards, you have various in-game incentives that drive the bonuses you get rather than getting most of your contract just 
paid out for playing like some other uh, players that maybe might not be as big of drama queens turn out to be. So again, I would like to hear from uh, the Bucks fans out there as to uh, what what the situation was and what the general opinion behind Antonio Brown even being on the team was. Because look, this is a this Tampa Bay Buccaneers lineup is a star-studded lineup. I mean, if you count Antonio Brown as a star, I, I he probably is, but he's a star for being a drama queen. So, regardless of what you think about this, let me know in the comment section. It is of course at Simulation Radio on all of those things, and let me know what you think because uh, I'm I am curious to hear what the reaction is in the sports world. So while we're still catching up from the holiday break, uh, it does seem like hopefully, knock on wood, audio issues are fixed. Really hoping. But we do have we do have some very, very sad news to get to everybody, which is that 2021 took the greatest human being that ever lived to be determined from us before 2021 closed out and okay i'm down for the theory by the way as we talk about betty white passing away sadly right before her 100th birthday in january which is and i'm kind of down for this theory which is that god decided to strike her down because they could just could not bring her through the year that 2022 was about to be and i know that that says some bad things about the year that we're about to have but if that's what god decided if if he decided if the great lord above decided that 2022 was going to be such a shit year that we just absolutely could not drag betty white and john madden through it who also passed away over the holiday break then man i I can't wait. Cannot wait to see what 2022 has in store for us. If Betty White was deemed too pure to be taken away from us. Or, you know, maybe it's just to not taint 2022. Uh, You know, we could go with either one. Either one of those could be valid here. But her last words were revealed this past... uh, over the last 24-hour period, and supposedly it kind of sweet of her, which is that her last words were to her husband, Alan, which was password host, an old game show, Alan Ludden, who died in 1981 after a battle with stomach cancer. So it's been 40 years that Betty White lived the single swinging life after she lost her husband, but that that is kind of sweet that her last words were to her 40, her husband that's been dead for 40 years look you're about to see each other in the great land above betty so rest in peace and godspeed godspeed to the pearly gates no no not betty it was very sad betty white was one of those people that uh and we're running out of these celebrities, by the way. I did see one of the a, a right-wing Twitter opinion that... Don't mind that. I did see a right-wing, tw- <laughs> right-wing Twitter opinion that said something along the lines of how we're running out of celebrities, like, you know, how we lost Alex Trebek last year, too, and now we get to, like, Betty White and John Madden and all these people. We're running out of celebrities that generically appealed to people on all sides. Now we're in a situation where if you're a celebrity, you're kind of... You're kind of by default polarizing, right? Where... Uh, most of the time you are going to appeal to people of a particular side. And it's hard to think of a celebrity now that is under the age of like maybe between 60 and 80 that has that broad appeal towards people of all political opinions, people of all uh, opinion spectrums. And we're, we are kind of running out of those people. And that kind of goes to show the polarization that we have in the world of Hollywood and the world of things that people pay attention to, where you're kind of forced to take a side in that sense. And I 
do agree with this take that, you know, we're we are running very dangerously, dangerously low on celebrities and important people that appeal to people on any potential end of the spectrum anywhere in that line. Look, Betty White was probably one of the last people that did that. You could ask anybody on any side what you thought about Betty White, and the general consensus would probably be that she was fucking awesome. And that is running out. That's running out. I can't really name anybody that that applies to now. We had a lot of these celebrities die last year. People like Alex Trebek, people like, you know, I just mentioned John Madden, too who you could ask a bunch of people on different sides how you felt about this person, and you could get a wide range of they're fucking awesome from somebody on any one of those sides. And unfortunately, uh, we're just becoming a much more polarized culture in that sense, where, you know, all of our favorite people, all of our favorite celebrities, all of our favorite important people that are just famous uh, a lot of them are probably going to agree with the side that you're on. And that's just a harsh reality of the world that we're moving into. So I would say that I could hope that we would try to find some more of these people that would broadly appeal to people on more on varying ends of the spectrum. But, you know, I, I just don't think that that's that the culture is going to allow for that anymore. And it's a shame and so that's one of the reasons that I'm also particularly sad about Betty White is she's that kind of one of the those last bastion celebrities that is just generally likable. Nowadays, if you are asked to name your favorite celebrity, it's probably a celebrity that uh, appeals to your point of view politically. And it's kind of sad, but unfortunately, that's just the way that our culture is moving towards so i want to get to this video while we still have a few minutes it sounds like knock on wood the audio issues are fixed i haven't had an issue with it yet so we might be able to go the full time today and not cut the show short look i to be fair this is also kind of me swinging back into things too i haven't really i did like one video over the holiday break and oh by the way before we get to this story youtube commenters Let's go. Continue to come at me because you're all I I think you're all weak. I, I really do. I think you're all weak. Prove me wrong. You can't even come up with original insults anymore. Now the best thing that YouTube commenters can come up with is that I look like a, a tranny, which. OK. All right. Look, if that's the best thing that you've got, then pff, come on. That That's it. Really? That's the best you can come up with. You're all you're all probably those people, and I I checked out the person that made this comment too. You're all probably those like mediocre white guys that just have a close up picture of them in sunglasses as their social media profiles, and uh, you're one of those people that's like fucking Beavis and Butthead that just turns around and snickers to your other mediocre middle aged white guy friends like, <laughs> let's go, Brandon, am I right? <laughs> Which, by the way, all you fucking let's go Brandon people, you're all pussies. Now, there was a story that uh, that came out, and I guess we're going to get to this story first, which is that the let's go Brandon caller that popped up, that I made the video about, that popped up over the holiday break that did the prank phone call to Joe Biden and his wife that said, uh, oh, yeah, and by the way, uh, let's go Brandon. <laughs> Well, now he might run for office, which, you know, that's kind of how people that that get their 15 minutes of fame and then end up running for office or doing some sort of self-serving shit like that. That seems to be how it works. Look, it was stupid when that dumbass biker bitch that drove that rode her bike through the fucking Trump motorcade just flipped off Trump and then, uh, oh, my God, she's the hero. She's a hero. No, that bitch is not a hero. This dumb fucking uh, moron that just decided to prank call Joe Biden and say, let's go, Brandon. <laughs> Get it? Let's go, Brandon. He's not a hero either. I know there are some right wing idiots on Twitter that are calling for, oh, let's buy this guy a beer. He's a real American hero. No, none of you fucking people that cannot just be moral for one damn second without having to get your fucking point across. None of you are heroes. And it's stupid as fuck how people can take their one little 15 minutes of fame and and their one fit. By the way, that one 
bit of getting their 15 minutes of fame is them being a shithead. Like, it was... It was stupid when that dumbass, unhinged, fucking leftist, loony bitch just flipped off Trump in in while biking by her motorcade. It was stupid when she did it. It's stupid when this idiot does it. And here's the thing. Here, if you're one of those people, if you're one of those like fucking uh, mediocre sunglass profile picture of social media white guys that just snickering to, hey, let's go, Brandon. Hey, let's go, Brandon. Am I right? You're a fucking pussy. You're a pussy because look. The, those fucking unhinged, blue-haired leftists had no problem, had zero problems at all saying, hey, fuck Trump. Fuck Trump. They had no problems at all saying it. And meanwhile, your, your fucking pansy ass is going to sit behind God knows what you sit behind and just go, hey, let's go, Brandon. Am I right? Yeah, we're... We're, we're part of a movement. No, you're just as big of a fucking pussy as this guy who just called Joe Biden and is now going to run for office. His name was Jared Schmeck, and when asked during an interview with conservative Christian broad, a conservative Christian broadcaster, he was asked if he had any plans to run for office, to which he said, I want to pray about it, see what God has for me. At the end of the day, I want his will for my life and the direction that goes. I do feel like God put me in this position for a reason. No, God didn't put you in any fucking position. You put yourself in this position by being a shithead. Sorry, you know... I, I shit on the left for doing stuff like this, and I'm sorry, I'm gonna shit on you too for doing stuff like this, because you're a fucking moron, and you can't just decide to be decent, a decent human being, for, for one damn minute, without just trying to be inflammatory, and without trying to, to fuel all these dumbass fucking culture war shit, and I'm kinda tired of it, I'm so fucking annoyed by this shit, that dumbass uh, leftist uh, I was about to say something cancelable. That that dumbass leftist bitch that just stuck her finger up at Trump and made a whole fucking career out of that and became a fucking CNN commentator or whatever fucking network she was on. That was stupid. <coughs> Excuse me. That was stupid, and this is stupid too. He also said, and I strongly believe that standing up is the right thing to do here as long as that message that I'm portraying is glorifying his name. And yeah, I'll see where it goes. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I really I really am betting that God is up there right now going, oh, yeah, yeah, tell him. Tell him, let's go, Brandon, buddy. Yeah, tell him. You're a, f you're a fucking pussy guy. And you know what? I'm sorry. If you're one of those let's go, Brandon people that is too afraid to just say fuck Joe Biden, because look, it's not like the things that Joe Biden is doing is not worth just coming out and saying fuck Joe Biden for. He's a fucking terrible president, but if you want to say fuck Joe Biden, then just come out and say fuck Joe Biden for God's sake. Stop being a damn fucking pussy about it. Sorry, that made me a little mad. <laughs> of course, Biden doesn't know what the hell is going on, so he's just sitting there on the end of that phone call going, oh yeah, yeah, let's go Brandon, I agree, as if he's fucking there at all in the head, which he's not. I mean, his wife is having to basically run the whole show there. So, pfft. And then, of course, he, he later came on to say that, no, I was only joking. I was only joking. No, you're, you're being a shithead. You're being a shithead. Those fucking unhinged, pink and blue haired leftist idiots. You know what? They got something on you. They got something on you. Let's go, Brandon, mediocre fucking Trump pussies, which is that they are not afraid. They're not afraid to just come out and say, fuck Trump, which I really think that, you know, if we're reaching a level where everybody can say what they want, what they want to say, then you should not have a problem coming out and saying, fuck Joe Biden either, which I think I would agree with. I would agree with saying, fuck Joe Biden. But you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to come out and say, fuck Joe Biden instead of instead of going to, to fucking Beavis and Butthead snicker to my the other mediocre white guy sitting next to me going, <laughs> let's go, Brandon, am I right? <laughs> We're totally being clever right now. No, you're not. You're not. You're just being a fucking pansy. All right, so, uh, you know, I think let's we're going to kind of wrap it up here. I'll make some videos about all the other stuff that we were going to get to tonight. Plus, it's, uh, it is kind of getting towards that time anyways, so let's do Reach for the Sky. All right, let's, let's, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll do Reach for the Sky as soon as I figure out what is going on. Oh, yeah, here we go. Sorry about the audio today, everybody. Look, here's the thing. All these Christmas decorations that I had to take down from the studio today, they they made me feel nice and cozy and and 
put me at ease a little bit and made it easier to talk. But now that the studio is all bare again and all the Christmas decorations are gone, it, I kind of feel a little lost. I'm not going to lie. They were up for a long time. <laughs> all right, for real this time, let's, let's do Reach for This Guy. Oh, that was early. Reach for the sky. Oh, no. Sheriff Woody. Of course, at the end of the Simulation Radio live show, we always do, as a little cool down, Reach for the Sky, where we go to randomquestionmaker.com, where we have five categories, candid, weird, icebreaker, creative, and funny. And... All right, let's let's try and get a good one to start off the new year with. We've got candid, weird, icebreaker, creative, funny, and I think we're gonna go with an icebreaker to start off the new year with. Because look, let's uh, let's let's reacquaint ourselves, you and I, and we will uh, we'll we'll start off with a good one. What's your favorite season? I I feel like we might have done this one already, right? I. Uh, Something about this gives me a little bit of deja vu, which if you ask me the last couple weeks, what I did in my free time was try to sleep COVID away because, by the way, I don't know how uh, the fucking grandpa from Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory was able to stay in bed for God knows how long he did without having ridiculous, ridiculous ridiculous cramps like i stayed in bed for two days and i was almost unable to get up with how bad my back hurt like you gotta get up and walk around at times man you gotta like move your joints otherwise you're gonna your muscles are gonna start atrophying and it's just a bad situation for anybody and i don't i don't know how old grandpa did it because i i don't know man spending two days in bed was enough to just obliterate my fucking back it was hard to like sit up and even stay laying down. What do you do in your free time? Uh, sadly, I don't have a lot of free time anymore, man. Especially once I kind of sat down and started really going nose to the grindstone between the radio shows and everything else that we do on Simulation Radio Live, like put out videos. I'm doing my best to get a lot of the website stuff going up. I'm I'm. I have an idea for an article that I want to write this week. And so I want to want to get the website going. I want to make sure that all the socials are good and they're a good place to go to follow the show for. And I also want to make sure that our content is nice and fresh and ready to go. And that takes up a lot of time because I also have a regular nine to five too, because look, I mean, until we can find a way to pay the bills here, with just money that's coming in through the radio shows, I kind of have to keep having a nine to five. So I do not actually have a lot of free time. That's one of the reasons that I don't do shows on Friday and keep the regular show schedule at Monday through Thursday. Obviously, Monday, Tuesday and Wednesday being Simulation Radio Live at 7 p.m. Eastern, which I guess this is a good time to do the plugs with with. Good time to do the plugs. <laughs> Didn't know where I was going with that, but. If you are not listening live and you're listening to the podcast, then you can indeed watch the show live at uh, youtube.com slash simulation radio or twitch.tv slash simulation radio Monday, Tuesday and Wednesday evenings at 7 p.m. Eastern. You can join along live. You can chat. You can also text or call the show. You can leave voicemails and text messages at 407-796-2334. And honestly, between the the old regular nine to five and trying to keep the stuff with the shows and the network all going, that kind of takes up most of my time. I mean, I spent a decent amount of time over the holiday season streaming some video games, too. And we also did some uh, coverage of the Gislaine Maxwell verdict as that came in. But I really got to be honest. And that's one of the things that I'm uh, looking to change in the new year is trying to find some time to like have a fucking hobby or have some free time to do stuff that I enjoy as decompression time. Because I, what I have realized tends to happen is, and this almost happened over the holiday break. It's one of the reasons that I took another day off yesterday too, which is that 
what I find tends to happen is after I go through a long grind period, like spend one or two months, like really nose to the grindstoning it, then that'll kind of burn me out. And it's because I don't have any time to decompress. And that's one of the things that I'm going to try and like fit into these really heavy grind periods because I would like the entire year to be a grind period. I mean, fuck, I got one more year before I turn 30 and I do not want to turn 30 with the accomplishments that I have at the current moment. So this year is basically going to be one big, long, giant uh, grind period. And I'm hoping to find some time to, you know, get some fun stuff in there. That's not just like playing video games on stream because I would like to have a real hobby or a real thing to do outside of that. But uh, I still haven't really thought about what that's going to be just yet. Something enjoyable that I can do just outside of the shows. And I really think that that's going to help me stay focused because what would happen in the past, and I was alluding to this earlier, is that what would happen is that I would go on like maybe a one to two month long grind period and then completely burn the fuck out and just cast aside all of my responsibilities for doing the shows. I would take like one, two, three weeks off because I was just totally fucking burnt out and just needed some time to do nothing. And I figured out, I've kind of started to figure out like what causes that burnout and am getting a hold of it. And so I'm going to try and throw some more of that time in there so that we don't have situations like we had last year where we would just kind of stop producing content for a good couple weeks before getting back to it, which reminds me that I am going to, uh, I'm going to try to at least put out another video tomorrow because that is one of the things that suffered while we were gone. To be fair, I do attribute a lot of that to recovering from COVID and not really being in a sit in a state to actually sit down and talk for an extended period of time. Because look, I'm telling you, when I had COVID, uh, you guys did not, I'm telling you, would not have wanted to listen to me attempt to sit here and talk for an hour straight or even 10 minutes straight. Would not have been good. Would not have been good in any sense the content would have been bad i would not have all been there mentally so that's basically one of my goals for this year is to kind of pepper in little chunks of free time here and there in the middle of grind periods that way i don't just totally fucking lose it and burn out and vanish for long periods of time so we'll get there and I'm hoping that I'll be able to hear more from all of you guys in the new year as well. Because, look, there is some big plans, big stuff coming out this year. And it will be a good year to be following along. I think this is the year that stuff is going to happen. And I look forward to hearing from all of you on, you know, anytime you want to want to make your voice heard. I would love to hear from you out there so with that in mind that is about it for the show today and we'll uh i'll be back tomorrow at 7 p.m eastern live right here and also on thursday at 9 p.m eastern for the very interesting show boy do we have a fun one slated for you this week see you tomorrow